0: This is the St. Long Longinus' Baptism Podcast Channel, episode number 24. To the lost, to the neglected, to the lonely, and to the sinner. But first a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. All that I am, all that I have, and all that I do, shall be consecrated to your service and your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. Amen. To, I want to start with a quote on this episode. And I feel like it it nails me. It It, it really nails me as a person. I have been all things unholy. If God can work through me, he can work through anyone. That quote is from St. Francis of Assisi. So, basically, this, this episode is aimed at the low in society, or what some people would call the dregs of society. And um it's it's just not the the dregs it's about the people who are forgotten in today's throwaway society the uh the drug addicts the um prostitutes the um the neglected elderly, their their parents put them in a nursing home and forget about them. Um, the kids who grew up without a a stable family life, and um, that that also includes kids who got shipped off in the foster homes, or had been in children's homes. This this episode. Is aimed at you. And. Um. all I can say is. Is that. I don't know what your particular situation is. Because I really don't get feedback from these podcasts. But. If any of those things. Or. Um. You know, if any of those things apply to you, um, the best I can say is, is I really empathize and because this episode or I'm sorry, because this podcast is not about my own glorification, um, I'm going to leave it there, um, um. My personal life, as I said in an earlier episode, is nobody's business. And even, even if uh, I were willing to talk about my past, I would have to say that, um, it would detract from allowing God to get his message out. Um, I want to let you guys know, um, if you know to if you fit into any category, uh, reformed criminal criminal, you know, out of prison, alcoholic, or just a, you know a sinner that's looking to get reformed, I uh, you're my people. Now, I'm not saying you're my only people, but you're my people. You're you're my main posse, as it were, because like I said, I can empathize. And this episode is not just aimed, this podcast is not just aimed at the quote unquote dregs of society. This podcast is also aimed at the hardened sinner. The guy who was like me and wanted nothing to do with God, who felt like life was just a bundle of pain and the only way to to take care of it was to, uh, to, uh, you know, just live it up today because you could be dead tomorrow. And it's also aimed at those of you who might not have lived in extreme circumstances, but but also know that your life needs changing and you're not sure what to do. This is a plea for all of you to come to the true religion, to come to the one true God. Um, I know that a lot of people, and by the way, once again, disclaimer the things I'm going to be talking about are things that I'm either guilty of right now or guilty of in the past. A lot of people feel sorry for themselves if they've had a rough life and they think that either God hates them and doesn't care or, um, you know, they, they, they basically, go with the atheist sidegeist that's going on right now and think, eh, I don't, you know, God doesn't exist, you know. I, I, I might as well do what I'm going to do because I'm just going to turn into a pile of dirt when I die anyway. Um, I understand where you're coming from, but I want to let you know that that thought is, is an error. It's a lie told to you by the devil. The devil does exist. I don't, I don't care what, uh, what the anti-Pope uh, Bergoglio says. The devil's real. The demons are real. And um, it's just a lie from the devil. It's just a lie from the devil. There's no, well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. What I'm, what I want to say is, is, is that, um, sorry, guys, I'm doing this off the top of my head. So it's going to be coming a little disjointed in places. Basically, nobody Nobody is is so far away from God that they cannot reach him if they don't try. And that's the thing, you know. um, G.K. Chesterton was a Catholic apologist in the early 20th century. He said the Catholic idea hasn't been tried and found wanting It has been left untried and, you know, found to be not true. I want to encourage you guys. I want to encourage you guys. Take that first step. Now, if you listen to, um, I'm not sure what episode it is, where basically God had to hit me, but with a two by four. We are all individuals, and he will deal with us as we are. But we have to, well, I I won't say, I, I don't want to paint with a broad brush. The majority of us are going to have to take the first step. Even if it's just a tiny little step, we have to take the first step. We do. And... You know, to those to those Protestants out there who say, Oh, just say the Jesus prayer and you're saved, that's also a lie from the devil. Because coming to Jesus, once Jesus you take that first step and you hold out your hand to Jesus, once he takes your hand, if you're remotely serious about changing, you know, your life, you're gonna have to make changes. And this is this is in the civilian world. If you sign on to a company, you got to, you you signed on to their policy. If you uh, join the military, they have a military code of conduct. Now, um, I want to say that, um. Basically, um, I want to say that basically, and I'm speaking from experience here. Like I said, this is going to be a little disjointed. I I ask for your understanding here. Basically, if you're just living your life, for yourself. It's unsatisfying. And once again, I'm speaking strictly for myself. When I used to drink and and smoke weed and you know do drugs and, and womanize and stuff, oh, it was fun for the moment, but I still had a hole where my heart where where, where my heart was. I couldn't I couldn't really. I, I mean, I, I would. I would live with my girlfriends and stuff. But honestly speaking, brutally honestly speaking, I didn't love them. Not love in not even the secular term. We were just having fun. But you know, if if uh, when I got tired of my girlfriend, I'd leave her, and if she got tired of me, she'd leave me. And that's the way the majority of my relationships worked. And, you know, with with the drinking, yeah, it's fun when you're hanging out with your buddies and you're getting soused or going to a strip club. But the next day, you, you know, the majority of you, I know there's some drunks out there, oh, I don't get hangovers. Well, <laughs> that may be so, um, but... Generally, most people I know who drink a you know drink a ton and you know, wake up the next day, it takes them a little while to recuperate. Especially if you're like me and you you get old, it takes you longer. You know, when you're in your twenties, you're good to go in the next day. You're in your forties, yeah, it takes a little longer, in my experience. Um. The things of this world cannot satisfy. Saint Augustine said that our hearts will not rest until they rest in God. And that's another Saints quote that that I really I really uh, like because it was true. I used to bounce from you know hobby to hobby. Uh, book to book. Not because I was looking for any divine truth or anything, but just because uh, I think they call it flitting from such of the subject. And that's just basic. If such and such interests me, I'd read a ton of books on it, move on. There's no stability. There's no security. Um, And for those of you who are either being forced into sex trafficking or have been there or have been abused by your parents sexually or physically it doesn't matter and and maybe i'm I'm hoping this is the case maybe you Came out of it relatively level headed, meaning you don't really have any addictions or or vices. But um if you if you turned against God, I want to urge you. I, I I and like I said, I'm I'm talking from my own experience, and God deals with us in different ways. But I want to tell you that only God can take that pain. Away. We're on a mission from God. I want to apologize guys. Sometimes I wonder if maybe I have the onset of Alzheimer's or, um, if I killed too many brain cells when I was younger, because, you know, a very simple thing such as turning off my ringer and my, uh, notifications, I forget to do anyway. Uh, I hope you understand. And, uh, I hope it it's not an issue. So what I'm saying was saying is, is is that only God can take that pain away for those of you who've been abused or were in the foster system. Um and and the beauty about God is, at least in my experience, is you don't have to go into it with purity of your intentions and what i mean by that is you have to have a sincere intention of asking god to 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 lead you to the truth but if you have doubts or whatever if you're sincere in your intentions he will get, grant you the grace to help you get to where you need to go. He will. I'm speaking from experience. Um, and for those of you who are broken, for those of you who are lonely, for those of you who are neglected and lost who don't have a family who basically are on their own i just i just want to tell you um if you take that first step to jesus and i'm not talking about the protestant jesus i'm talking about the true catholic jesus he you will if you take that first step if you take his hand you're going to have a family. You're going to have God the Father. You're going to have Jesus the brother. And you're going to have Mother Mary as your mother. And all the saints in heaven. And they're going to look after you. And they're going to make sure that, um, that, that you get to the end of your life okay. Now, I'm not being a predestinationist Protestant here. If you decide, for whatever reason, to leave your family, um, they're not going to come chasing after you. You have to return. And um, I just want to say, uh, God help you if you die, if you walk away from the uh, the, ho- the 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 holy family. Now, I also don't want people getting this twisted. Part of serving God and serving Him sincerely. I can't stress the, the enough of the. Uh, I can't ex- express enough. Sincerity is the key. Sincerity of heart. Like I said, it doesn't have to be. the The right intentions got to be there. Is what I'll say. God's not a lawyer. If you have doubts or if you're in ignorance, you know He's not going to turn His back and say, "Oh, this this person's an idiot. I'm going to leave him be." He wants you to to come into His family. He wants you to be a part of His family. But anyway, I'm I'm digressing. What I'm saying is, don't get this twisted. If you sincerely are following Jesus. You're going to have trials and tribulations, you know, but even even if the trials and tribulations, while your earlier ones might have been massive and the new ones seem almost as bad, once again, I want to speak from experience with the understanding that people are different. God will give you the grace to handle those. God will give you the grace. Okay. He will give you the grace or actually the Holy Ghost, but I'm not trying to be theological here. I'm just trying to, um, be the best instrument through the whole, uh, I'm trying to be the best instrument of the Holy Ghost that I can be. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be, you know, a theologian here. I'm I'm trying to because having been where you're at or having empathy for where you're at, I should say, cuz I don't know where you're at. Um I don't want to see you guys um, I don't want to see you guys uh, throw away your eternal salvation because of anger or bitterness or, you know, you just don't care. Now, I don't know. I, I don't think that a lot of people In this particular situation, listen to this podcast. But if you know somebody who may be in this particular situation, I humbly ask you, not, not, like I said, this isn't for me. This is for them to, to turn them on to this episode in particular and let them make their own decision. Um, but if you're, if you're brand new or if you have listened to some of my podcasts and you're in this situation, the reason that I hammer and I hammer hard that there's only one true, there's only one true faith and only, only one religion is God's true religion is because I realize that some of you may be ignorant, you may not know, but um to those of you who have um listened to my earlier episodes, I make I make no bones about um my spiritual journey, pagan. Uh, Protestant Vatican II sect and now set of you' you your spiritual when they say spiritual life's a journey, they're not kidding. Okay, but having the right faith because if you don't have the right faith, and I'll well, I'll, I'll say this much: if you're coming onto this podcast new, if you're coming on this podcast new. I talk about why right faith is important. Okay. And there are also um, resources in my show notes that you can consult if you want to dig up more answers. Now, in particular, to some people who are saying, Oh, that's just you. You know you're, you're you're blessed. I used to think that too. Okay. Um. If you read uh, the the Catholic saints, they all talk about how God would like to save everybody, but because we have free will, not everybody takes his offer, and hence this episode. I'm I'm humbly begging you to accept his offer. Because you will go through trials and tribulations, but he will give you the grace to handle them. And if you start reading the Catholic saints, they talk about heaven. And by the way, when I say the saints, basically the saints are called in the Catholic religion, the friends of God. Because they led a life of historic, not historic, um, heroic virtue. Now, I don't want to put too much on your plate. Not everyone's called the saint, called to be a saint. You're just supposed to lead your life as best as you can. And that's a start. So I don't want to put too much on your plate. But, um, My point was, was that the saints talk about heaven and they talk about how, actually, for those of you who don't want to read the Catholic saints, in Paul's epistle, and I can't remember which one, he says, I has not seen nor ears heard the joys which God has prepared for us in heaven or something to that effect. Um, (laughs) imagine getting being so happy, I mean, truly happy, and being filled with so much love that you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine it because I can't. I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I can't, but I'm still trying anyway because. I can't speak for you guys on my own part. Um, Heaven has got to be a million times better than what I've been through on this earth. It's got to be. And at any rate, it doesn't hurt to try. Because even if I'm wrong and, you know, no heaven, no hell, and I just die, at least... I led a, or tried to lead a virtuous life. Um, the boomers have an expression, virtue is its own reward. Uh, I kind of understand where they're going there. But see, here's the thing. I'm not worried about about uh, there being no heaven, no God, no hell. I'm not worried about that because I know implicitly, yes, they exist. I've, 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 I've had personal experiences with both. So, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what have you got to lose? That's the bottom line. What do you have to lose? I mean, if you're a drug addict, you know, um, Jonesing for your next fix, is that really your happiness? If, if you're getting drunk, is really the next time getting drunk and hanging with your, with your buddies and going to the strip club? Is, is that really, you know, is that, are you truly happy? And when I mean truly happy, I mean blissful. You might be satisfied. But are you truly blissful? If if you are the type of person that you're into status, you you drive uh, uh, an uh, an expensive car that you don't need because everybody else does. If you own the McMansion in the suburbs, if your idea of a good night is having dinner with your family, if indeed you still do that, a lot of people don't, and sitting down and watching the, gar- the the next garbage thing from Netflix are you truly happy are you truly happy in the rat race if you work for a corporation and their bottom line is is the 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 the, the, the corp- uh, corporate profit and not your well-being you know and I understand some people have to take care of their families. But what I'm saying is, is the end worth it? Is the end worth it? If you're a prisoner or ex prisoner, I should, oh, even a prisoner, I'll, I'll put it there. And, you know, and you are literally either behind bars or if you've just gotten out, um, you know, this, the deck is literally stacked against you when you get out. If you've committed a felony, it's literally stacked against you. I'm asking you, especially if you're locked up, what have you got to lose? I mean, literally, what have you got to lose? Now, you know, some of the smarter, uh, prisoners would say, well, my, my porn, you know, my, my drugs, you know, yeah, okay. I ain't gonna lie. It helps passes the time. But my next question would be, does it give you bliss? Once whatever drug you do wears off, are you in a blissful state? Are you jonesing for the next fix? Once you look at your pornography and do what you do, you may be, you know, you may be satisfied you know, depending on the person for like a day or so, but you couldn't go right back. Don't you find that kind of a treadmill? So what I'm trying to ask you guys, what have you got to lose? Now, once again, I can't emphasize this enough. And because the basic assumption of this particular episode is gonna be that you have no interest in in God whatsoever. You have none. But before I get into the nuts and bolts, I just wanna say God will, will take away your your past pain. If you let him, if you are patient, if you give him the time, he will help you get over the past pain. And there will be present and future pain. He will also give you the grace to not let it bother you as much. I prom well, yeah, I'm gonna promise. I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold here. I, I promise you, if you take that initial step with sincerity of heart and um, with, with honest intentions, he will answer your prayers. Now, the first step, once again, I want to stress, I am not a Protestant. I was, I'm not anymore. This prayer that I'm going to ask you to pray It's not the Jesus prayer. It's just an initial step. And like I said, we're all individuals. God deals with us as individuals. But just, you know, whenever you do it, with a humble and sincere heart say, please, dear Lord Jesus, show me the truth. That's it. You don't have to go any more to that. Just say that prayer now, and if you just want to say that prayer once, um, go ahead. He'll if your if you're, if your intentions are sincere and honest, he will answer your 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 prayers. I promise you. Now, don't get it twisted. It's not going to, it may not happen the next day. God works on his time, not ours. Just be patient. Just wait. He will answer your prayers. And because my God is the God of surprises and irony, it'll be, be when you least expect it. I promise you, it'll be when you least expect it. And for those of you, who um want to um make sure that you that you find the right religion and you know and you want to let God and his mother do it. And I know some of you are probably Protestant. Ah, Mary was just a regular woman. Well, just if you're, if you're concerned. Okay. Sorry guys for the interruption. So basically for you Protestants out there who, um, don't like the fact that you're asking the Virgin Mary for assistance. Um, you know, that don't like wearing, um, Wearing religious medals because it's superstition. Um, I'm going to ask you most humbly. Step out of your comfort zone. You've got nothing to lose by trying this. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Okay. Just try it and see if it doesn't work. But if it does work. I would strongly suggest if you're a Protestant or were a Protestant, don't go back. It's a false church. But I would ask that research set of Acontism. Just research it. So say the prayer, and uh, and by the way, you the the green scapular comes in like, uh, for lack of a better term, a necklace. If that kind of thing bugs you, you could get just the green scapular and put it in your wallet. As As long as the green scapular is on your person, you're fine. Now, there are little pamphlets that come with it. I would strongly suggest you get that um there is a prayer that you're supposed to say with the with the green scapular it's just once a day and it's a real short prayer I mean it's it's less than five seconds long basically the prayer is Immaculate Heart of Mary please pray for us now and at the hour of our death that's it Short, simple, to the point. So, um, apparently, none of my, um, none of the podcast platforms that I'm on have comment sections. If they do, I haven't been informed on how I can review um how to review my my comments so i in the show notes i'm going to give um i'm going to give um my telegram channel handle um and if you have questions? Um I will attempt to answer them now. If you find what I've just said informative or it touched you um I'm not shilling... <laughs> I'm not shilling this podcast. I'm just saying a lot of the questions that you may have are covered, you know, I'm I'm over 50 episodes now. A lot of the questions you may have are probably covered in my episodes. And like I said, um if if I if I haven't covered something that you have questions about, let me know and um i'm not ready to make that that step yet anyway guys um i want to thank you for listening you didn't have to listen you didn't have to come to this channel i want to thank you humbly and i hope that the holy ghost that i've been a perfect tool for for the holy ghost in that You found something informative or gave you food for thought or just basically touched your heart. And I also want to say, Jesus and his mother love you. And I do too, in my own imperfect human way. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Bye-bye.